It's Wednesday. You know what that means. Welcome into Highly Disputed. My name is Dylan Bishop. With me, as always, is Ryan Stickle. How's it going, Ryan? Uh, you know, not much going on this week. Um, so I'm just kind of surviving. It is homecoming week this weekend, so um, the days are dragging a little bit until we get to that point. <laughs> But it's a big weekend coming up. Big weekend. It's homecoming weekend for Shepard. So they're getting a new logo. Which yes. We've seen. Now we cannot reveal it. Not gotten the uh, embargo lifted. And probably shouldn't. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know the source, but definitely <laughs> shouldn't reveal the source because, you know. No. Rough job on their part, keeping that under wraps, to be honest. It was, uh, yeah, I just won't go into it. It's it's not the most crucial thing in the world, but, you know. <laughs> I feel like anybody who really cares a lot about it has probably seen it already. <laughs> like, it's probably gotten Maybe. around. It's not been Maybe. posted publicly anywhere, but I'm sure it's no. been in several text chains. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I literally, I, I work for the television company that broadcasts the games, so, like, that... Duh, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> you got to update that stuff, man. Yeah. So, it's a... How do you feel about the logo? I thought it was solid. It's um, fine, right? Like It's just, it's fine. Is it just that? The, so, the, the one that we've seen, is it just that logo? I'm pretty sure. Because they, it's kind of like a... Um, based on the, what they said on the website, it was that other logo with like the cartoon RAM on it. And it's the SU logo, so I guess they they said they're they're doing away with both of those. So what I guess is this Ram logo is replacing that cartoon Ram, and the SU is just kind of being replaced by that Rams script that we've been seeing the past I guess three Probably. years now. It started with the um, started with the football field. They put it on there, and then ever since then, new merch and uniforms and stuff have all been using that that Ram script, which I really like. I wish they would get that on yeah. air. Um, if we could get some type of... I don't know that they do alternate helmets. Um, but man, some... Next time they do a new uniform, I'd love to see the Rams script incorporated. Like on the football uniform. So we've gotten it on basketball yes. a little bit. Um, but going forward, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. I think they're probably... Uh, I don't know. I don't know how often they do the new uniform thing. Um, they they kind of update them, basically. They don't really make many changes. Um, no, I think not the really. I want to say the blue ones this year might be new. I think whenever they added the PSAC logo to the jerseys, they kind of they tweaked it, but it's not something you'd notice <laughs> if you just right. watch the you know. By the time the next season rolls around, you don't really know the little nuances of the uniform. So yeah, but yeah, that's exciting. I'm excited to see how they kind of unveil that um, at an event. Like, is there going to be a big banner or or what? So. Right. Yeah, just another thing know. to add to homecoming weekend coming up against um Millersville, the Marauders. At, yeah. And uh yeah, just the one another one of those games just on on cruise control right now. Rooting for records. I mean, you know, after last week, that's <laughs> the last I guess we can get into a little bit. Um right. Last week they they certainly achieved the score they were going for. Um, 70, 72 to 7 against Lockhaven. 
Uh, I think <laughs> if you ask some certain people, they probably would have liked better individual stats, but it was about as much of a team effort as you could possibly have. Right, yeah. I mean, we didn't get like a explosion of 500 passing yards of, or, you know, 400 rushing yards uh, either way. It was just kind of like, what, Tyson had like 200-something passing yards. Yeah, only around 200. Only like three touchdowns, two touchdowns. Three or four touchdowns, three yeah. Or four, yeah, um, I think it was three. Here, I'll, I'll, pull, I'll pull up the stats. But, I mean, every, it was kind of just a little bit of everyone, including some, like, really good defense. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, what, um, what hurt the offense more than anything statistically is that the defense and the special teams, I mean, because that team on the field we saw was completely outmatched in every way possible. Like, I, I feel a little bit bad for them <laughs> um, because it's, I mean, they're going to lose like this to Shepard, obviously, but. I mean, it's it's every week getting beat by teams like Clarion like that. Um, you know, not quite 70, but, I mean, just getting blown out every week. Uh, yeah, they, they barely they had 200 and uh, – they barely had over 200 yards, 234. Yeah, total. I mean, the fact they even scored um, kind of On 70 <laughs> plays, too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Shepard not, uh... had 592 yards on 54 plays. So it was 3.3 yeah, was... per play versus 11. <laughs> 11 per play 11 is, yards a play is in, that's is that means crazy. on average so on average you do not read second down <laughs> right that's that's kind of what that still, they, they still ended up having uh seven third downs they had they, uh lockhaven one time of possession 34 yeah 44 i mean to 2506 um, we'll get to this later, but I mean, you know, I, I'm pretty sure the Steelers won time of possession on Sundays. That's kind of how it goes when you're scoring that quickly. That's why you know context matters and 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 the the full picture matters because yeah, <laughs> if you look at that game, if you pick, I guess you know maybe the best stat for Lockheed, and you go, well, they won time of possession. I'd go, well, I probably didn't tell me much in a game like that when you know they're coming out and. Regardless of field position, I mean, just going down the field, five, six plays, scoring a touchdown. So, yeah, but... it's how quick they, you can tell how quick they were working by the uh, number of first downs. Lockhaven had 15, Shepard only had 22, only seven more. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the difference, uh, it was like, gosh. And then I look, let's see, let's go with individuals here. Let's see. Uh, this is. This is Lockhaven. So how do I get it? Let's let's find Shepherds. Here we go. Ronnie, here we go. Ronnie Brown, four carries, ninety-five yards and a touchdown. <laughs> Not bad. Yeah, that's just Tyson, one of those games. Tyson Tyson had uh, twenty-one attempts, sixteen completions, two hundred and eleven yards and three touchdowns. His long was a twenty-nine yard pass. Yeah, they played three quarterbacks in this game. Christian Etchinson was uh, two of two for sixty-one yards and a touchdown. <laughs> I wasn't. I believe it was the first play he came in. He, I think he just came in and threw a touchdown pass down. He field. threw a sixty-yard touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, Tyson. I I don't think Tyson even played the entire first half because it was just he absurd. Not, he probably didn't. I I think he either that or he didn't play at all in the second. I mean, it was. I mean, there was just no reason to. I mean, regardless of these records you want to go after, um, when you're up 
40 to nothing, 50 to nothing, 60 to nothing. I mean, you'd be kind of foolish to just leave all those guys in um, and risk anything because you, you kind of got bigger goals than <laughs> beating up on Lockhaven and, yeah. and, and breaking records. And even then, I mean, he's still uh, he's still on pace to, to um, break the touchdown record. The passing yards have not quite been there, um, but, you know, that can change in one game. So this week should be a pretty good opportunity. Um, you know, it's a team that you're going to blow out, but it's not going to be quite like last week. So, yeah. Um, so Millersville, there's... according to SP plus is the third worst team in the PSAC, uh, in front of Clarion and Lockhaven. Lockhaven is, uh, near the bottom of, they're in the bottom 15 of division two in general. I mean, yeah, that's not, I mean, the fact that they're, <laughs> the fact that they're not the worst. Um, it's surprising because that that was that did not look like a D two team, and I'm there's probably plenty of D three teams that would beat um beat Lockhaven. Yeah, that was really <laughs> that's about as bad a performance. And and Shepherds beat them. I, I think they beat them worse last year, but man, they put up seventy five last year. Yeah, seventy five, and so it's uh, this year just it seemed worse somehow. I think it was I like think, seventy-five to twenty, though. Like, yeah. So I mean, they they put up a few points. They fought, and I, I think Shepard's scoring last year was was a, a little more consistent throughout the game. It wasn't just like, oh, it's suddenly sixty to nothing, and now it's over type of thing. Yeah. So. So we'll, it looks we'll, like, we'll, yeah. funny enough. I mean, this this weekend should be a better opportunity for statistics than last week. Yeah, because Millersville, uh, according to the numbers, has basically a middle-of-the-road defense and a bottom 15 in Division Two offense. Oof. So um, there should be plenty of opportunities to have the ball, it seems like. I want to face the team. I want to face any team that has a like top 10 offense but a bottom 10 defense. That's what I want. There you go. Yeah, I want to, go out, I want to win. <laughs> I want to win seventy-two to to seventy and have the starters in the whole game. See what who you want to play? Then it would be Valdosta State. Not a bottom ten defense, but they are the number one offense to Shepard being number two, and they have the ninety-eighth defense. <laughs> Shepard has the eighty-eighth defense. Um, here you go. Five. Uh, West Florida's fifth in offense. One hundred and fifth. One hundred and fifth in. Uh, defense. 88th defense for Shepard. That's a little bit surprising. That should be helped out by this week. The, these numbers I'm looking at don't include this past week. Okay. Because, I mean, if you look at it, Kutztown is really the only game where I'd say they had a bad game. Like, they've been pretty... They've I mean, let me pretty see. Well they, they fell pretty recently. Um... Let me see when I can find where where exactly it happened. Because I don't know how those numbers work exactly, but it's kind of like but... efficiency type of thing. Because it's you know if if okay going yeah anything factors four, in with if yeah, anything factors in with Kutztown being a bad offense and them shredding the Shepherd defense, I guess that could yeah definitely... that it, that would be a that would go into effect yeah that would that would be part of it. It's like, what are you doing against teams that you should be, you know, 
do, doing things against. Right. Uh, yeah, they went from 57th to 97th after the Kutztown game. Oof. Yeah. That's, that's a huge drop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So that's that. Te- that tells you what happens when you give up all those points to a team that you shouldn't have given up a bunch of points to. Yeah, I mean that because was because going into that game, let me find it. Week four, D two, Kutztown was the seventy fourth offense. Seventy fourth. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Going into the Kutztown game. Yeah. Huh. That was week. That was the fourth game, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, man, I've lost track. Pretty sure. Pretty sure it was. Pretty sure it was. Because now they are six and zero. They are six and zero. Yep. Yeah. Which, so since then, it's um, been it's been Shippensburg and uh, the last one, Lockhaven. Been a while since they started six and zero. When was the last time we saw that? Because I mean, they've had some really um, good teams here, but it's a good um, They've kind of been prone to those like. Early losses. Those early losses have kind of plagued them, really, since um, since Tyson's uh, been here. Let me let me pull up the schedule because I'm very curious about this. So I'm gonna go year... right. I'm gonna go right to 2018, and they lost the first game. Okay. Yeah, 2018. They lost. Um, they started like one and two, I think. 2017. They didn't lose until the playoffs. Yep, I do remember that one. They went ten and zero in twenty seventeen. Lost to Finley. Lost to Finley. Yeah, that was uh. So that I mean, should that, that be was... the last time. The year before that was the year that they lost to North Alabama in the semifinals. North Alabama. I was at that game. I should probably know. I that. was also at that game. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even know each other at the time. That's funny. No, they didn't. Yeah, they, they went thirteen and zero that year, though. That's uh, um. So let's see. They would play I think that would have been the uh, would have been the semifinal, right? That's and then North thought. Alabama went to uh, D one after that, I believe. I think you're right. Yep. Yeah. So last time they started six and zero was twenty twenty seventeen. Man, been a while. I mean, you wouldn't really. You and I'll say, yeah, that. They, and that was also, a, yeah, those two years in a row, 20, 2016, 2017, they ended up going 10-0. And so that's, that's yeah, that was the three years in a row there, 15, 16, 17, where they went to the national championship, the semifinals, and then went 10-0. Again. So it was three straight 10-0 seasons. And... I want to say, what was McCook's first year? Oh man, now that cut off. That's what I'm wondering. Like that which... cut off, I do not quite remember. Let me see. Oh man, because I know Tyson. Tyson's first year was 2018, and they, um, they were pretty good. Their defense was pretty. So this is his terrible. fifth season. He became coach in January of 2018. Okay. So yeah, they have not gone six and zero under McCook. So McCook and and Tyson both both came in together. Yeah, or came. I guess McCook was already there, but um, yep. Oh, I don't know why, but in my mind that 
I just or unless let's look at twenty twenty one. When was the first game they lost? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cuts down game was the fourth game. Yeah. So yeah, this is their best. This is their best start under McCook. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I don't know. This team feels pretty similar to last year's. Um, Defense still secondary is a weakness. Uh, They can stop the run when they really want to. The offense is really good. Uh, they might uh, they might be a little better running the ball this year. Yeah, um, I think that's because it's just Ronnie Brown getting more touches, and he right. Is, that's that's really all it is. Um, yeah. And he, you know, he it's not like he took a massive leap forward. I, he was really good last year when we saw him. Yeah, he was just, just the number two guy last year. It's just kind of one of those things where you got some um, upperclassmen, and they just get more playing time because that's kind of just it's <laughs> kind of how it goes. So, yeah, yeah. This the uh, I'm looking at this 2018 season. Pretty. That's an interesting year. That's the last year in the uh, last year in the Mountain East, and they did not. <laughs> they weren't great for Shepherd standards. No, seven and three. Yeah, I wish I. Could, uh, I don't know if there's a good way. Maybe um, on the roster. I'm trying to look at Tyson's game by game in the 2018 season. Because I'm sure there's a way to look at that. It's probably just like <laughs> it probably just looks like a totally different player. I mean, the numbers were good, but um, oh yeah, man, his improvement has just been kind of unreal. Yeah, he's just like far and away the best quarterback in Division Two, like by a lot. And listen, I'm not the uh, I'm not the the greatest uh, D two aficionado. Or historian, right. but, but it's pretty safe to say it's. And I mean, has has there been a better passer ever in D two? I mean, numbers wise, um, we're gonna look know. at it where it's <laughs> not really. <laughs> I mean, it's it, I, I the D two uh, statistics and records are kind of hard to look at. They have it listed really weird. Um, but I mean, it's just been year over year. He's been better and better, and just nobody's put up these numbers before like this. So, yeah, um, I think, you know, and, and we say he's got this many games to average this, you know, touchdowns, passing yards, whatever it might be. Uh, the playoff games are going to count toward that. So if they make a deep run, yep, um, there's really no reason for him to <laughs> not be the, the, the leader all time and all this stuff. Yeah, I'm looking through a list of, like, best – Best players, like uh, from Division Two, like that have made it to the NFL, like notable D two NFL players. I'm not seeing any quarterbacks. I mean, it's it's what it's like Adam Thielen, Matt, Matt yeah, Judon. I'm, these, these people right Austin now. Austin, it's Austin Eckler, Tyreek Hill went to West Alabama for a little bit. Um, that's a <laughs> that might be a little different situation there. Right, it's yes. Yeah, uh, but yeah, where did Eckler? Yeah, um, where did Austin Eckler go to school? Uh, what did it say? Western Colorado? Western Colorado. Not the Colorado School of Mines. Here's one that's uh, every D2 and 3 player on a 2021 NFL roster. Um, let's see if I notice any of these guys being quarterbacks. Greg Zerline with the Missouri Western. Hmm. They're not listed with their uh, position next to them, so maybe some of these guys are. And I just I just don't recognize their name, but Thielen, Kyle Duggar, Matt Judon, 
Ryan Jensen, CJ Ham, Adam Shaheen. Man. And uh, Kenny Moore went to Valdosta State. I mean, that's basically an SES school. Um, <laughs> there's like there's like three. The, uh, there's a couple. There's there's multiple uh, Cal PA players in the in the league. Um, yeah, I believe uh, John Kuhn went to Cal PA. Yep. Uh, there's like three schools in Division Two that could probably move up to FCS if they wanted to. Uh, Valdosta. <laughs> They'd probably uh, just rather win. Right. Like, <laughs> and if you're good financially, you know. Like Valdosta State, Northwest Missouri State, and Ferris State. Like those teams probably could move up if they wanted to. They should move it along so Shepard can win a title. I agree. Because that's real. I mean, it's the only schools that can stop Shepard at their best are those like absolute like upper tier, like kind of the ones you just named basically. Mm-hmm. Um, they have in in SP plus they have moved up to number three, behind only Ferris State and Grand Valley State who play each other this week. Yeah, that's gonna be a that's gonna be an interesting one. Um, yeah, kind of like how, uh, um, who was it? Was it was it Cal PA and IUP last week? Yep. Um, the biggest game for Shepherd of the week is is probably not the Shepherd game, because I mean we'll see how things shake out in that that top matchup. Mm-hmm. Um, in the rankings, because you know how the rankings go. You lose one game, and it's just like yeah. If you if one of those teams wins that game handily, they'll they should drop behind Shepard. Yeah, um, you know, you if you're Shepard, you'd probably prefer the number two team lose. So you can move up there because mm-hmm. um, that'll be it's just going to be an easier jump. Yeah, um, and you know if Shepard keeps winning, um, it's going to be hard to boost the resume the rest of the year. Just who's who you have, but. Yeah. Um the big game's gonna be that uh Big Twelve title game, assuming they get there. Which they should. Um, because that's just gonna the, be the one right before the playoffs where the Peace the Peace Act title game. Um Yeah, what I say. Big twelve. <laughs> Shepard really? could win the Big Twelve. I mean this year. Shepard probably could win the Big Twelve. Big Twelve's kinda trash. Yeah. <laughs> I will <laughs> say when it comes to like these these numbers here, SP plus from Bill Connolly, I don't think anyone losing that game between fair state and grand valley state will change those rankings because i'm looking at this and it's just like the numbers like there's a clear tier and also fair state will probably win that game like if they're the home team fair state probably favored by six points going into that one if they're the away team they're probably still favored by a point or two okay because fair state just from these numbers at least they are insane uh number three offense Number nineteen defense, um, just a cut above. Grand Valley State is a clear tier above Shepherd, and then Ferris State appears to be a clear tier above Grand Valley State. Like there's four points separating Shepherd from from number two, and then there's another four points separating two from one. And there's Shepherd. If you want to find a team that they are four points above uh, above. It takes you going down to number sixteen. Dang! <laughs> wow. Out. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, maybe if uh, maybe Fair State wins um seventy to zero. <laughs> yeah. Or something that game. So it's like if you would, yeah. It's like what if it's like whatever you would expect the game between Shepherd and Slippery Rock to be. That's what Fair State and Grand Valley State should be. 
Gotcha. Which it's like, yeah, it's close. Shepard should win. Maybe they wouldn't, but that's the difference there. They call that the uh, Anchor Bone Classic, that game coming up this weekend. Ferris and Grand Valley? Yep. I think that's it's a weird. I think it's a trophy game. I think they have a trophy for that one. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Big one. Nice. I'd love for uh Shepard to get a home game like that. Where yeah. it's like just <clears throat> easily the two best teams. You know you're a really good team when you put like the playoff games on your schedule to be determined. Yeah. <laughs> because Fer- Ferris State has up until the national title on their schedule already. Wow. Yeah. Uh so yeah, Shepard could probably win the Big 12. You know who's not going to win the Big 12 this year? Oklahoma. Mm. That was uh, – <laughs> I was a little surprised by that one. I, I was very surprised by that. I, uh, mean, I, knew, I knew they were having a down year, but oof. That's, that was despicable to see. And they just got, like, just totally embarrassed. I mean, they tried to run a little um, – they tried to run a little jump pass at one point, down like thirty to nothing, <laughs> and the the quarterback threw it right into the defender's <laughs> arms. It was the worst play I've ever seen. I mean, like to not score yeah. in your rivalry game—that's <laughs> um, pretty sad. Yeah, there's gonna how be far a... the, how far the mighty have fallen, <laughs> and also like. I didn't watch this game, but I saw updates about it. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma had five people attempt to pass. Five? So they had their starting quarterback who went six of 12 for 38 yards. Not great. And then you had three players attempt one pass for a combined, or you had four players attempt two or fewer passes. I'll say that. <laughs> Um, they combined to go um, three of five for one yard and one interception, no touchdowns. I don't know what kind of weird trick plays they're running out there, or if these are backup quarterbacks going to play. I don't know what's going on there, but um, yeah, just that this is about as bad as I've ever seen Oklahoma in my life. Yeah. Um, I'm looking down the rest of these. Oh, uh, Kansas, tough break for Kansas with Jalen Daniels getting hurt and like close, maybe out for the year. Yeah, I saw there was a uh, rumor. I saw that he tweeted it. Year. was like, <laughs> I saw that he tweeted back at the like the thing said he'd be out for the year. It was like, uh, that's not true. He's like, yeah, I don't know where you heard this. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, um, it's like, well, if if you know, why don't you just tell us? Yeah, that type. Of but thing. also. Literally just within a few, like a month or two ago, J.K. or Ian Rappaport tweeted that J.K. Dobbins could start the the year on the pup list and missed the beginning of the regular season. And he tweeted back at Rappaport. He's like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And then J.K. Dobbins missed the start of the regular season and <laughs> didn't come back <laughs> until week three. <laughs> it's like I guess maybe the um, the newsbreakers are getting the. The info straight from the doctors before the doctors right. tell the yeah. players. I guess I don't know because that's what happened with with Rappaport. He was like, "I mean, I trust my source."
<laughs> I mean, I I would guess so. <laughs> if you if you got enough to tweet it out, it's very clearly you you didn't get it from the player, so you must have got it from the team. I guess so. Um, pretty weird weekend of college football. I'll yeah, Washington that. got upset. Um, I remember when you said uh, Tennessee would lose to South Carolina after you know being high up in the rankings. Yep. Uh, Kentucky just went ahead and uh, got that out of the way for them. <laughs> they they decided to be the team to lose to, to, to South Carolina. Oh, man. The Cox, they used it all up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, BYU, uh, yeah. BYU lost to Notre Dame. Unranked Notre Dame this early in the season. It's, uh, or just in general, actually. Just unranked Notre Dame. BYU was pathetic in that game. Unranked Notre Dame and unranked Oklahoma. Yeah. I think maybe the voters just forget about BYU. They just throw them in there. Yeah, yeah. seventeen. Why not? What was what was their? They had lost to what? Baylor. Already Who, um, BYU. Or did BYU beat Baylor? It was BYU beat Baylor in in double overtime. Okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, they lost to Oregon. That was the other one. Okay. Yeah, they lost to Oregon. And now, okay, their second loss was Notre Dame. Yeah. Okay. And now they play Arkansas this week. What's that? What? What is the schedule? That's so random. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Their first game was against USF, a team that is uh, probably on the verge of firing their coach after this year. Or at least they probably should think about it. Face Baylor, double overtime. Oregon, Wyoming, Utah State, Notre Dame. Arkansas, Liberty, <laughs> East Carolina, Boise State, Utah Tech, and Stanford. What is Utah Tech? I was going to say, did you know there was a Utah Tech? I... <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of Utah Tech. Utah Tech is currently 1-4. I pull up this game on ESPN. It gives Utah Tech a 0.6% chance of winning. They got a shot. Uh, let's check out their schedule. I here. mean, Utah Tech has a has a school on their schedule that doesn't even have an image on the ESPN app. Shepherd, <laughs> Shepherd, Shepherd, have Shepherd has an image. <laughs> what is even Chadron an image. State? <laughs> Chad University. <laughs> they lost to Weber State by thirty. They Jeez. lost to Southern Utah by fourteen. They lost to Abilene Christian by sixteen. They lost to Sacramento State by twenty three. I didn't know Abilene Christian had a football team. Yeah, I, I don't think I did either. Northern Iowa coming up. Stephen F. Austin, they're playing yeah. basketball school. You, the BYU <laughs> game is their last game of the season. What's the, what's that all about? See, <laughs> I was I wish I was at home. That could be their senior senior night. day. <laughs> Lose to BYU Here's by probably. BYU. It's gonna be like Stephen F. Austin scoring ninety eight points. I'm going down the rabbit hole. I want. I need to see Chadron State. What, give me something for you. Come on, come give me something. ESPN. <laughs> come on. Yeah. Does it even have a schedule? No, you can't pull it up. I'm oh. Chadron State football. What what level is that? That's what I'm about to try to find out. Because I've never even heard of them. They are one in five in whatever they're in. Um, <laughs> High school. Angelo State. This is D2. They're playing at D2 school. Yeah. Well, I guess they are. Uh... Chadron State's homecoming game was the, was the Colorado School of Mines, and they got fucking blown out 45 to 9. 
Why would you put Colorado School of Mines as your homecoming game? That's like putting <laughs> Martinsburg as your homecoming game. Good they job, were, Spring Mills, by the way. Shout out. They were feeling dangerous. Is that Spring Mills homecoming this week, Martinsburg? It is. Uh-huh. Oh, man. They really – I guess the schedule just did not work out for them. They couldn't fix it. <laughs> <laughs> or they – oh, I guess the uh, – if it wasn't the uh, – no, I went out – we – I was – doing the interviews today their coach said uh you know if you if you beat martinsburg on homecoming that's a night you'll never forget i'm sure i'm thinking well if it were any night you probably wouldn't forget it Um, yeah beating yeah i mean beating martinsburg um i think spring mills beat them in basketball last year if i remember correctly Mm -hmm. and that, that was the first time they beat them in basketball and they play twice a year Wow, um, <laughs> and the, the school's been open almost ten years now. So yeah, what did hold on? What did Utah Tech? Okay, they did win that game fifty-six to ten, thankfully. Okay, they did beat a one and five, a one and five D two school by forty. So that's they at least did that. Okay, you still have the uh, you still have the Chadron um, schedule open. Let me go back to it. I can get back to it quick. Yeah. Okay, their, now first, I have to... their first game against Angelo State. Is Angelo State's logo not a complete ripoff of the Los Angeles Rams newer logo? It, it is. If the if Shepard were to change their logo to this, I'd be like, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably just become a Shippensburg fan at that point. <laughs> Unforgivable. Hey, the Chadron State Utah Tech game was on ESPN Plus. So that massive is it is the ESPN plus logo just <laughs> super massive on your screen it absolutely is <laughs> <laughs> somebody did not format this very well no they played uh, Austin Eckler's alma mater uh, and they lost 56 to 28 this is fantastic what a team we got to go this is a tough schedule what what's what conference is this i don't know they should uh <laughs> the armac the RMAC. Let me find out what RMAC stands for. Oh, the, man. Uh, I don't know what that would stand even stand for. The, oh, man. The Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference. Oh. That's pretty cool. They got okay. a good logo. It's that like, makes sense. It's, it's blue and gold with mountains. It looks like it could be like a West Virginia-centric logo. Okay. That's cool. This is not where I thought that this conversation was going to go. Well, you can always count on us to have the uh, Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference coverage. <laughs> um, the official podcast of the Rocky Mount- of the RMAC. This is probably the most that's, that that conference has ever been talked about on a podcast. Absolutely. Unless there's like, do you think like every, there's a, one school in like every D2 like conference that like has a podcast that's like us? I feel like if you go just in each conference, there's got to be something comparable, right? I, I I I'm not aware of anybody in in our conference who does this. Definitely, because yeah. if I was, I would I would ask for us to like go on each other's shows, or right? Something. We would have we would have confronted them by now. Because how cool would that be to like play Westchester and like have people who watch it every week on, which we yeah. probably could get if we like contacted some journalists, but. Sure. They're, they're like that's we're not about that. We need people who don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we, we we need, need people, people like us. We need people who lack professionalism. Exactly. People <laughs> like us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
So anyway, I finally uh, backed out of this rabbit hole from Chadron State scheduled back to Utah Techs, back to BYU's, back to the uh, the top twenty five games from last week. Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alabama. Yeah. We can talk about Alabama. Um, they probably should have lost. Yeah. Did you catch I, the end of that game by any chance? I wasn't able to. Uh, I heard. I heard some stuff. They. Uh... Let me let me let you know exactly where A and M got to with a chance to win the game. Yeah, I'm gonna go. A ten of game. first off, a they got ten to the play. They a got ten, to the ten play, sixty nine yard drive in a minute and fifty seconds. So they had one play from the two with three seconds left, and it was incomplete. It was in, not only was it incomplete, the quarterback. I don't know what happened here. It was he was kind of trying to throw. A little bit of like a, a comeback back shoulder type deal, kind of at the goal line. So I guess in his mind, his target was kind of the pylon. Um, he missed it. It went right out of bounds. The receiver never had any shot to catch it. So they they had one play to win the game at the two-yard line, and the pass just sailed out of bounds. It didn't even go through the end zone. It went like out of bounds at the one. It was really. Uh, oh, I see it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, that's the best. Uh, that's the best old Jimbo could come up with there. I guess so. Offensive genius Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. Hundred yeah, million dollar man Jimbo Fisher. It's the uh, three and three Texas A&M. They were supposed to be really good. They were supposed to maybe beat Alabama this year. They had like the number one recruiting class. And I know these kids are freshmen, but like. That's the, uh, you know, it's the thing with, you know, how Texas has been. And they they would have, they should, it wasn't, it was the Arkansas game where they had the field goal that like kind of like went right over the top that Arkansas should have beat them. Mm -hmm. So they could, they could be two and four. But. I mean. They beat Sam Houston thirty-one to nothing. That's nothing. Lost to App State because you know App State's good. Mm-hmm. They barely beat Miami seventeen to nine against Miami. Yeah, and Miami, who we now know is dreadful. That was the, that looked like a quality win. Yeah. At, you know, thirteen Miami. It's not lost Ar- or beat Arkansas. Probably shouldn't have um, lost to Mississippi State. Should have beat Alabama. Funny enough, but they didn't. So. <laughs> I mean, Texas also probably should have beat Alabama. And uh, Alabama uh, did not have their quarterback and pretty much was going to hand them the game with turnovers. Yep. I mean, they were begging them to come back and win that game, and they couldn't couldn't get it done. So now we get the uh, we get the Tennessee matchup. They get to host Alabama the third Saturday in October. Yeah, um, Alabama is is just a touchdown favorite. And I said, that's what I saw. A, this, that's what I saw today. I say just a touchdown because they, after this close win, um, in which they were twenty-four point favorites, they now go on the road. Much better team on the road, and uh, people don't trust Alabama on the road this year. No, and I mean, there's there's reason not to. Yeah, I mean, at Texas, twenty to nineteen, um, at Arkansas, forty-nine twenty-six. So I guess they gave up a lot of points. Um, but mm-hmm. this is going to be this is going to be probably the best team they face. Yeah, you can say what you want about Texas, maybe, but I mean that's 
<laughs> That's a very hit or miss team. Texas yeah, unless you want to go down to uh, Ole Miss. I mean, Ole Miss is good, but yeah, I mean Tennessee's offense is, has been really, really good. Hendon um, Hooker, so, man. And so that's that's really what you need because I mean if we should have had Logan, we should have Logan on the on on the podcast here. He's a, Tennessee, he's a Tennessee fan. Yeah, we should have. He's he's probably got all the the good stuff though. Tennessee, um, it did take overtime for them to beat Pitt. So mm. you just <laughs> take that info when you <laughs> start thinking about this game. Um, because I think we went over this last week a little bit um, with Tennessee. And just kind of their scenarios. You got past that LSU game, which pretty easily they went in and handled. I I was a little bit surprised. I thought LSU was going to give them a better fight, but right, LSU is you know they are what they are this year. It's been pretty well documented. So yeah, the numbers the numbers say that uh, Alabama by seven is the right projection there. Um, so this has Ole Miss as the number six team in SP plus, and Tennessee is number seven. So that would be a good game between the two of them. Tennessee is the mm-hmm. number two offense in the country. Wow. Yeah, their offense has been crazy. Yeah, that's um, been the main thing. Wow. And that's uh, that's what you need. Texas is number five in SP plus. Oh my god. WVU has. Uh, <laughs> I'm just the totally somewhat off topic, but um, you really can go through every WVU loss and find a reason. It's not a terrible loss. Yeah. But the whole of the season is still just so still feels pretty bad, yeah. pretty pretty awful. Um, <laughs> we can talk about uh, Thursday's game for a second if you want, but um, just for a to second. wrap up, just yeah. to wrap up here um, with Tennessee and Alabama. Tennessee kind of has what you need to to upset Alabama. First off, you're at home, which you kind of yeah. have to be. So it's hard to go to Alabama. Um, their offense is as great as it is. Uh, you know, you can have a great defense. Alabama's going to come out and kind of get the points they need. You got to be able to score on their absurd defense they have every year. Yep. Um, you see, I mean, the who's the teams that beat them? It's it's the Johnny Manziel type offenses. Like, yep. Um, you got to make some crazy plays. Oh, probably, Ole Miss. Yeah, you probably you probably got to have a little luck mixed in. Yep. Um. Yeah, I mean, we've seen it with uh, we've seen it with with Ole Miss, kind of regularly these past few years. Yeah, um, Ole Miss offense is just kind of high scoring nature to them, so that'll be a fun one, I think. I think that'll actually be a good one uh, this Saturday. So yeah, we can <laughs> we can touch on WVU for a second if you want. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's, it's 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 time for them to start winning games. <laughs> And the wrong, it's the wrong time to be facing Baylor for that. Yeah, another Thursday game also, which I'm not a fan of. It's a lot of Thursdays. Um, I mean, it's the third one, right? It is. Literally all three of their biggest games so far. (laughs) I mean, it'll give me something to watch over uh, the uh, dreadful Thursday night NFL game. Whose idea was that? I want to know. You know, I guess when they put I know you want to put every get every team on one Thursday night. You couldn't have switched it around a little bit. So, I don't know when when was Carson Wentz acquired? Was it before and after or after the schedule? Let's find out. Because maybe in their minds they thought cuz they're not going to just going to put the absolute worst games with the new Amazon deal, though these past couple weeks they they kind of have. 
Um, but in their mind, did they think, okay, Justin Fields is going to take the next step, and then we have Carson Wentz on the other side, and that's like March 9th. He was acquired March 9th. The schedule, I'm pretty sure, is, is at, made after that. Yeah, because so, it's made after the draft, is it not? Um, yeah, I think it's it's like late April, the uh, late April, early May, the schedule comes out. So they probably thought May, this was going to be May 12th. They probably thought it was going to be an intriguing matchup, at least you know by name. Um, mm-hmm. But Justin Fields <laughs> looks as worse as he he ever has. Um, he he did not take the step forward this season, and Carson Wentz just is what he is. Um, he saw it last week. That horrible pick right at the goal line. His coach threw him under the bus. So <laughs> I didn't hear what the coach said. Oh man! So basically, this is uh yesterday afternoon, or yeah, something like that. And they ask uh they ask Ron Rivera. They say, you know, um, you know, we got the division this year is really good. Like all these teams putting getting all these wins. Looking improved. What's the what's the big difference between those teams and you? Like not having success. And he just says quarterback. <laughs> and so, <laughs> uh, that was a whole thing. And he apologized, but he's not <laughs> wrong. Yeah. Though on the other hand, who are your quarterbacks? It's Daniel Jones, Jalen Hurts, who's improved, and then really Cooper Rush. I mean. Come on now. As bad as Carson Wentz has been, I'm I'm going to take Carson Wentz over Cooper Rush. <laughs> Despite also the Cooper Rush hype. If Cooper Rush had CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup and uh, Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard and some offensive linemen, you know, if Carson That's Wentz that. had all that, then maybe there he'd be uh, in the same situation. If you this... if you swapped teams, Cooper Rush and Carson Wentz, what 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 difference would there be? Man, the Cowboys would uh, they had the same record, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, Washington would would probably also have the same record. Yeah, you know, funny enough, the past few years I've gotten so used to just calling them Washington, I never find myself calling them the Commanders. That feels weird to me. It's a little weird, yeah. And, you know, the name's not offensive anymore, but uh, Commanders think, might take a while. I don't know if I'll ever call them that. It's just just Washington. Yeah, because I think there was, like, multiple years where a lot of people just decided they weren't going to call them by the name they were. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was I, just started I, saying Washington. I had kind of, yeah, I'd kind of gotten into that as well. So, like, the tail end of it on the, uh, the, the R-word name, I wasn't, I was just calling them that, and then for a few years, they they were Washington. That was it. <laughs> Football team. Yep. So I don't know. It, it eventually, you know, it's one of those things you get used to. I mean, I've I've kind of gotten over the San Diego Chargers for the most part. So Oakland Raiders, I'm still working on that one's tough to to drop. Yeah. The Raiders. Yeah. Speaking of okay, NFL. Let's look at this. Yeah, I'm done with uh, Neil Brown. We can move yeah. on. So the Ravens were able to pull out that Sunday night game, which I'm glad they did because it was it was it wasn't very pretty. 
Um, Lamar was missing more throws than he has in, in other games this year. It was really just it was there was the two egregious deep balls, and then there was the interception. Outside of that, not too bad. Yeah, the, the throws just happen to be <laughs> very obvious ones. Yeah. Outside of that, not too bad. When they were, what was it? What was the score? Sixteen ten. When it was, yeah, when it was sixteen ten Ravens, the Bengals started going down on that one drive. Uh, with you know however many minutes left that was. Let's see how many minutes left. They started that drive with nine forty two left. They got maybe two plays into it with eight minutes left, and I said to my friend. Cody, that's been the front front of the show. Cody list. Um, I said the Ravens are winning this game, nineteen seventeen, because I could just see it in my mind that the Raven that the Bengals were going to go down, score a touchdown with four two to four minutes left, go up seventeen sixteen, and then it was like, well, the Ravens will probably go get a field goal, and they did. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, once <laughs> they scored, um, they scored two minutes left. It was just really obvious because. Um, unless you turn the ball over, you get the ball, you know, you need midfield to give yourself a chance with Tucker. I mean, that's not a given at midfield. It's a very long field goal. Yeah. If you get to the 40, that's pretty much what you need there. And they got, you know, plenty more than that. So um, two minutes, obviously <laughs> way too much time, though. Um, I don't know if they could have even bled more off the clock without just straight up taking a knee. So just the way that drive worked out. Um, yeah. yeah. The, uh, the, they they won, so we don't have to spend another week talking about fourth down decisions. Thank God. <laughs> that, was the, that was the best part of that, where I was like, oh, great, here we go. More fourth down decision making. It's going to be controversial. And, and it was throughout that game. I mean – until they won. I mean, people right. were just sitting there talking about it again. It's just like, ugh. does yeah. Harbaugh go strictly off of numbers? Like, is there, is there some rhyme or reason for each I, decision he makes? I think for the most part, he definitely really list like listens to the analytics guys. Um, I don't know if, you know, here or there he'll overrule them. Um, I don't know. Cause, um, there's a, a Steelers podcast I listened to, and they were talking about this week of some fourth down decisions the Steelers made on Sunday. And they said, you know, with, with Tomlin, there, there truly is no way to guess or calculate what he's going to do because he straight up goes by his gut. There's no number to back up anything <laughs> he does on fourth down. That, and, sounds, um, about, that sounds like Mike Tomlin, yeah. By, the, <laughs> by the, uh, some of the fourth downs, they, they either, you know, punt, kick or go for um the numbers do not back it up a lot of the time especially these uh past couple weeks there's been some very strange uh field goal attempts but um did not affect the game but yeah that's that's one of those things um speaking of fourth downs also what are the chargers doing (laughs) what are the chargers doing first of all ravens ronnie stanley's back good good for him he looked good they were take they were like swapping him out every drive for some reason whatever pitch count who cares he he looked okay um the god brandon staley coaches like a madden coach like 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 a guy playing madden what got me on that like me playing madden yeah (laughs) what got me on that is they had they had 
lightened up on that this year. The Chargers haven't been quite as aggressive on some of those fourth downs where it's like, oh, they're going for this one. Um, and even Austin Eckler in an interview last week said, like, yeah, I think we're starting to kind of figure that out and, like, like pick our spots for these these aggressive calls. And, you know, lo and behold, <laughs> on Sunday, they come out with um, a decision where in the moment, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. It always helps in these to, you know, create a reaction out of somebody. But in the moment, I'm sitting there. I'm like, this is stupid. This is a dumb decision. They didn't get it. And I go, okay, that was clearly an awful decision. And they lucked out and they won the game. But even after, that's how you know it's bad. They won the game. And it was still a huge talking point on Monday. <laughs> it was. Because <laughs> it was just ridiculous. I mean, there's a minute left. You're going for it. It's it's not like they need a touchdown, right? It'd be one thing to put them in Hail Mary range. Yeah. And you just needed a, a first down to put it away. I mean, they they really could have easily lost that game. They should they have lost over... it, but the, uh, Cade York missed the field goal. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they got yeah, they got an attempt. It was like a 41-yarder or something. Like, it was it was very makeable. It was definitely, yeah, it was, it was a very makeable um, NFL field goal attempt. Okay, 54, 54 yards. Okay. Yeah, I mean, 54, I mean, with kickers these days, I mean, a lot of guys can It make wasn't that. short. No. <laughs> um, yeah. So, they'll figure something out, maybe. The Chargers, I really, I said it, I think I said it around week one, where I was like, the Chargers just have no excuse to miss the playoffs. That quarterback is too good. They have too many good players yep. on that team. The receivers. I mean, there's so many good things about the Chargers. And I don't know if they're just a cursed franchise or what, but they find ways to lose games every week. They lucked out this time. Um, so I don't know if they need a new coach. They probably do because, oof, that man's just yeah. insane. He's, um, yeah. And you don't want to tear down the roster because there's a whole lot of good on that roster. I think it's – yeah. It could be, you know, I'm not saying they're quite this good, but, you know, it could be kind of a, a Golden State, Mark Jackson to Steve Kerr type of situation. Yeah. I think the right coach could have that team be like, uh, you know, not quite the the Bills or Chiefs. They the could unlock. Be the, they could be the yeah. very, very um, – Clear cut number two. Yeah, there's just a fifth. It ju- there's just a fifth gear that they can't seem to hit. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what it is because I mean I that quarterback is just you can't waste Justin Herbert like that. No, I mean you wasted Philip Rivers' <laughs> entire career. Um, you know who's uh been wasted? Aaron Rodgers. Oof. But now I'm not sure if it's uh, this season is him being wasted or uh, what's going on there. The it's team, that the, team pack, the Packers in general. That team's just not very good. No. And we said it coming in, and it's one of those things everyone seems to want to act surprised about it now. I mean, it was very clear based on the offseason moves the Packers were not going to be anywhere close to what they were because they only they lost a bunch of good players and they didn't really add anything. Yeah. You know, so um, 
I think they were my pick to make it to Super Bowl out of the NFC, but it was just kind of by default because, like, there wasn't really anyone in the NFC that stood out. Yeah, and that's kind of their saving grace still, I think, because the best teams right now, the best teams right now record-wise are those, like, NFC East teams. Yeah. And, um, you know, you don't trust those once they get to the playoffs. Oh, no. Um, so, I mean, it it probably is going to be some combination of, like, the Packers, 49ers, or Buccaneers in the NFC title game. Um, yeah. unless, the, unless the Eagles prove they are for real and end up kind of coming along. Because the Eagles are one of those teams, even with their record, I think they need to improve a little bit. Yeah, they're um, not they, world beaters. They, yeah, yeah. I'm just not blown away by them. Um, yeah. And that, that could easily be a situation where they lose four or five games down the stretch and then go out yeah. in the first round yeah. of the playoffs. I could, yeah, I could. And then when you go past the Eagles in the division, I could definitely regret saying this considering this week they play my team. Um, but the the Giants look absolutely look like paper tigers. Like, <laughs> if you look, just look at their wins, look at their its schedule entirely. So I, they, they beat the Packers. Okay, let's look at what else they've done. In London. By the way, in London, so yeah, nothing makes sense in, in London in general. Week one, beat the Titans by one. The Titans looked terrible for the first two weeks of the season, like two or three, whatever, whatever win streak they're on now. I mean, they're still not looking very good. Mid, mid yeah, mid at best. Um, because they came and they they went and lost forty-one to seven at the Bills. Then they barely beat the 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 Raiders by two. Beat the Colts by seven and then they just beat the commanders by four and it took a last second uh interception there to do it <laughs> it took carson Wentz to win it that took, game. it took carson Wentz exactly so they beat the titans by one they beat the panthers by three 1916 the panthers are horrible already just fired their coach which i mean they should have <laughs> fired their coach before the season they're a little yeah, what a dumb, what, they must feel so stupid <laughs> yeah, they traded for Baker Mayfield as like a last ditch effort, and then so first, you know, shockingly, that didn't work. If you need Baker Mayfield to save your job, you've already lost your job. Exactly. Lost to the Cowboys by seven at home to Cooper Rush. Beat the Bears by eight, twenty to twelve, and then beat the Packers. That they, they didn't beat any. They have not beaten anyone. They ain't played nobody, Paul. <laughs> and now you're at home against the team. Who we all know is good, but you still are one game better than in the standings, and you're a five point underdog. Oh, and ESPN has it at six. six oh my god, underdog at home. It just funny enough. It just updated for me as you said that. <laughs> the wow. screen blinked and it went to six. I guess that's they make fun. sure to keep those betting lines updated. Yeah, that's yeah. So yes, that that's accurate. I think the Ravens should beat them by a touchdown. Yeah. Wow, that was funny. As I was talking about that, the the line moved one point. I've seen that before in my life. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. No, man, Giants and Jags is going to be an interesting one on the twenty third. Yeah. So <laughs> they have some funny games coming up. Giants at Seahawks yeah, is going to be funny. Uh, Lions at Giants. Oh my oh. gosh, this is the team to watch. Yeah. The Seahawks are, I mean, fascinating team. 39-32 game against the Saints? The You know, Gino, the jokes were funny at first, but he's been, like, actually good. 
Yeah. He made some great sure throws has. last week. Absolutely. He made some, uh, like, one that I saw in particular was like, what in the world? <laughs> it's Orange Bowl Gino. Was that that one to the, uh, he was rolling, he, he threw it across like his to body his, to the side. To his line. left and, like, while, well, like, roll, for, running forward. And it, like, kinda. it, like, basically morphed through the defender because yeah yeah and he dropped like uh, multiple passes to lock it way down the field yeah. yeah so then there's uh obviously vikings ended up beating the bears because the bears were trying to make a a uh, game tying touchdown drive back and a uh, receiver just had the ball ripped out of his hands uh, by a <laughs> db there was that uh, the Patriots beat the Lions twenty nine to nothing. That literally means nothing. They let the Lions that, outside. That that <laughs> that game is absolutely nothing. Meaningless, garbage. Throw, doesn't matter at all in the no. grand scheme of anything. Um, Jets beat the Dolphins forty to seventeen. Uh, obviously, now the Dolphins this week are going to be starting Sky, Skyler Thompson, a seventh round rookie. K State, um, yeah. So that's all you need to know, really. They're starting a K State quarterback. Start, they're starting a K State quarterback. Yeah, that's not great. Jets put up forty points, so that's kind of that's kind of wild. The um, uh, I just saw that Mike Florio has uh, them ranked as the fifth best team in the AFC, the New York Jets. Oh, uh, that's, I, a little, that's a little premature. Though, I right? was just about to say the Jets. Um, a little premature. I don't. I don't know if you'd call the Jets good, but I would say the Jets are noticeably improved at least so far and then last week we called the jags what the sixth best team in the afc that's what we decided on and uh <laughs> they lost 13 to 6 to the texans so i mean whoops, the our fault. the numbers suggested there were plenty of like yeah advanced metrics that said the jags were good after like two or three weeks yep and now they are two and three all of a sudden so We'll see how that goes. Uh, let's see. Do, what has their schedule play out? Are they going to be able to get back on track? I mean, uh, in that division, they should. Colts, Giants, at Colts, Giants, Broncos, Raiders, at Chiefs, Ravens, <laughs> at Lions, at Titans. Chiefs and Ravens in back-to-back weeks. <laughs> uh, God, after, yeah, yikes. Uh, wow, Chiefs, Chiefs, Ravens, Lions, Titans, Cowboys. I mean, they could lose all those games. <laughs> they could. They could lose. To, they could lose at the Lions for sure. They, could, they sure could. Yeah. Um, Cowboys, Rams. What? What's the Rams are cooked. Matt Stafford's cooked. Yeah, that's uh, not a great football team. At they least they got his ring. I think they have the lowest scoring offense in the NFC to this point. I believe it. Lower than the Bears. Yeah. Which is something. Yeah. 49ers beat the Panthers 37-15. Uh, Matt Rule fired. Good. You know. <laughs> Eagles barely beat the Cardinals, but, eh, I mean, they're still pretty good. You know, Cardinals not very good. Um, yeah, they got, the, they got, a, they got the, the natural ability to hang around games, but they're yeah. not going to win any of them. No. All right, let's look at this week. Let's see. Oh, oh, hello, Bills Chiefs. Yep, that's the one. I mean, there's nothing else this week except yeah. that game. I that Thursday night game. I just I refuse. Absolutely not. You know it. it funny enough that uh that game is going to be on uh, local TV. 
You can catch Here? that yeah, game on, that um, <laughs> I think, uh, NBC4 is the channel that'll be on. So NBC, if you okay. want to flex yeah. on the uh, people streaming the game and tweet out stuff and be like a minute ahead, you can do that. Um, I'll probably be watching the uh, WVU game. I, yeah. Stripe the stadium this week. Yeah. That's just nice to watch on TV, you know, regardless of the game. I think they, you know, I have a weird feeling. I think they might, I think they might win this game this week. Really? They're about due for a, like a a real win. They haven't beat a, I will say, I I think the line's only three and a half. And SP Plus, the projection is like Baylor by 5.7. So it's with it's reaped, it's doable. We just need to force some turnovers. <laughs> yeah. We got them where we want them. Uh, what we got here? Jets, Packers. The Jets win that game. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to shut up. Mostly to bully Justice Mosqueda. Not, I'm not going to shut up. That would, be, uh, that would really be something. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else we got here? Nothing. Uh, Cowboys Eagles on Sunday night, sure, but uh, no thanks. The records look good. They do combined. Uh, uh, combined nine straight wins there. Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good on. <laughs> I'm I'm good on that. Yeah. I wonder how much. Man, you know what's funny is Bills Chiefs is the best game of the week, and there's like a whole process to the, like networks getting these games. Like CBS can protect so many games mm-hmm. to keep. CBS probably protected that game. They probably didn't need to because NBC would probably love the ratings for that Sunday night game. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a monster. Mm-hmm. Philly and Dallas, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, that's just easy. I mean, when those teams are bad, it's easy money. <laughs> it, absolutely. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good on week six of the NFL. Bills, yeah, Chiefs, the... and then uh, Ravens get a win. And uh, thank you. Thank you very much. So red zone early window. Um, I mean, CB, I mean, that's going to be a national game for CBS, that 425 game. Yep. Everybody's going to get that. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, we can all watch that together. And then Sunday night, I'll, I'll, I'm willing to give it a shot. We'll see how things unfold there. Sure. Um, you know, if it's not good, I'll just go to bed. Yep. It'll be, I'll be and, tired. Uh, I will be exhausted on Sunday. I can assure you that. Yeah. All right. I want to get a little bit of, a little bit of this in here because, before we before we sign off, the next time we do a show, the NBA regular season will have started. That's which unreal. is kind of wild. It starts it is, too early. Tuesday, yeah. It, um, it used to start like more around Halloween, like end of October, beginning of November, and then they like pushed it up two weeks. I don't know what that what that was for, because you're just pushing yourself into more NFL competition. Yeah, I don't know what they gain from it. And the players don't like it. The yeah. players want less games because then they'd probably play more. Yeah. It just makes no sense. Play, I yeah, feel like, like star players are starting to play like 60 and 70 games anyway. Yeah, I would, uh, you know, and it's, there's only so many teams that are selling out every game. You might as well just have less. <laughs> like yeah. outside of like, you know, teams like the Knicks and Lakers and, probably Golden State. It's either teams that are really good or teams that are just like legacy teams, like Boston and them. Um, yeah. Nobody's selling out every game. 
I need an entire recap of the NBA offseason because so much happens and it happens so quick that by the time we get and it all happens in July that by the time we get to October, I've forgotten all of it. DeAndre Jordan's on the Nuggets. Is it DeAndre Jordan or is it DeAndre Ayton? <laughs> That's how I knew he was on the team is because the announcer messed up. DeAndre Ayton didn't get traded or signed elsewhere, even though it seemed like he wanted to. Um, that was one of the things. Uh, oh, yeah. So, Rudy Gobert is a Timberwolf. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> For four first-round picks and, uh, like, a bunch of other stuff. Um, yeah. So, then there there was uh, Donovan Mitchell is a Cavalier. That happened just, like, a month, month and a half ago. Then, let's see. Pat Bev is a Laker. That's not that high on the list of things. Hold on. <laughs> Malcolm Brogdon is on the Celtics, but now he's like hurt. Is he the one that got hurt? I think he is. Um, Dejounte Murray's on the Hawks. That was kind of a that was a notable one. I do remember that. <laughs> I was I wouldn't say important, but it was notable because I don't don't know if it changes what the Hawks are going to be. Really, like it might make them like an obvious five or six seed instead of like a maybe five or six, maybe maybe play in team. Maybe that's the difference. Yeah. I don't know how the East is going to shake out this year. Um, I think it'll relatively shake out the way that it has been. Yeah. And maybe that's why I don't know is because like, it's, I don't, it's just my the brain same, doesn't it's want the it same to be group the same. Of, <laughs> it's the same group of teams. Or I think Gallinari is the one that got hurt for the Celtics. Uh, mm. He like tore his ACL or something in international play. Um, not Brockton. It wasn't Brockton that got hurt. Knew one of their guys got hurt. Uh, probably the same group of guys where it's you know, Celtics, Bucks, um, and there's there's a fourth team in there, right? The Nets, I guess. The Nets, you know, the Heat might be up in the that. Heat, like, yeah, the Heat. Yes, the Heat is the one I was actually thinking of, but I, the Nets um, are also a thing that is happening. Yeah, but it's, it's, they're just kind of running it back. <laughs> it looks the, like the, the whole really, the really pulled together, cohesive uh, team unit that the Nets have. They're uh, they're running yep. it back. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. It's not that nobody wanted Kyrie. No. <laughs> and it's not that and it's not that they asked for too much for Katie. Yep. Yeah. That's literally all that was. I don't think you could possibly offer enough to actually get Kevin Durant. I don't think it's possible to like yeah. put together that trade package without multiple teams. And I don't think the other teams involved want you to get Durant. <laughs> yeah. And so they, they'd just be like, well, you're just using us to get Durant, basically. So. so, yeah. Let me tell you something that's definitely not happening this year compared to last year. The Suns are not winning 64 games and winning the West by eight games. The Suns, <laughs> I'm, already, I'm already out on the Suns. I'm out. All right. Chris Paul, I think, I think the wheels are falling off this year. DeAndre Ayton doesn't want to be there. De- it's going to be Devin Booker. They traded. They traded Jay Crowder, um, or they're trying to trade Jay Crowder. Bad move. Yeah. See what happens. He's one of those guys. The heat, not... the heat got to the finals with Jay Crowder, and then they let him go. And well, where they've been since? You know? Yeah. One of those players who's who's not great, 
but he makes your team a lot better. He's just weird. He's just if you it's one of those guys where if you have someone else there that isn't as good of a fit, it just throws everything off. He's a glue guy. He is a glue guy. Uh the Warriors are fighting each other at practice. Um you know, go to the probably, conference They'll probably still win they'll probably still win the win the West. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, the Jazz are gonna let's see, they're gonna be uh garbage. Uh, the Nuggets are going to be a black, back at full strength at least until Michael Porter Jr. Uh, his his uh, elderly back acts up again. <laughs> uh, let's see. The Mavericks are going to be good. They got Christian Wood now. Uh, this could, the, I wouldn't be shocked if this is the year that Luka finally wins MVP. Probably going to happen eventually. Yeah, I don't know about the Grizzlies. Like the Grizzlies are like a really good team. They're just they're just not really built to like do a lot in the playoffs, I feel like. Because John Morant's just not like a playoff superstar guy. Because he can't really shoot or play defense. Yep. Yep, that's a... That's one of those you you need to have a team. <laughs> it can't just be... Yeah. I mean, um, it's, it's we, you see it all the time. Teams that have that one great player and they coast with that player. Great regular season team and then suddenly you have to play basketball <laughs> and... uh doesn't go so well. Yeah, I think the Timberwolves might legit just fit right back into like what the Jazz were, where they're going to be a team that's like going to win a bunch in the regular season, finish as a top five seed in the West, and then when the playoffs come around, um, not really do anything. Yeah, yes, it's it's funny in the NBA because there's so much that changes, but so much stays the same. <laughs> yeah. The one thing that should be interesting this year is that Kawhi will be back for the Clippers, and they have John Wall now. So, man, John Wall, uh, people are saying he's going to be back. <laughs> if we'll he see. is, like, Clippers probably win the championship. Like, yeah, a lot can happen. It's a long season, yeah. too long. As we've noted, like I feel like Warriors, Clippers, and Bucks would be like my top three for who wins the title this year. Yeah, that's fair. Because the Celtics are, they got stuff going on. <laughs> they got Joe Missoula coaching them this year. <laughs> Joe Missoula, who. Is a bad person. I just learned recently, or at least he was. Like you certainly not never heard guy. about that. Not, not the best guy in college, you know. Certainly not. Um. So yeah that that was that was very wild to learn about. Um. And yeah, that whole, that whole, and, the, and neither was the neither is their first coach. Yeah, the first whole coach is also a bad guy. Thing, very. That was all a little strange. Yeah, the way it came out was weird. The yeah, Ima, the Ime Yudoka stuff. Yeah, because it was just like Woj reporting, like he might be suspended for the whole season for conduct that like violating team policy, and it was that was it. That was the that was the extent of the tweet. I was like, what? What? Yeah, it's a situation of like they're so worried to be first with the news, they just they throw out all journalism integrity. Yeah. That's why it was so vague, where it's like, I don't know what we can say yet, but we know he's just going to be suspended. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, that just creates a spot for the Knicks in the playoffs. I mean, the Knicks really, they didn't get Donovan Mitchell. They did not. <laughs> they, they really didn't. Yeah, that was a man. That was out of nowhere. Donovan I like Mitchell that the uh, afterwards, it was the uh, the leak of being like, oh, you know, uh, you know, the, the Knicks offered this, 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 and this, and this for for Donovan Mitchell, and it was like, if I hope the Knicks didn't weren't the one to leak that because that that makes them look bad <laughs> that they offered all of that for Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I the Knicks at the moment, even with last year them being bad, I still just enjoy their their core so much. <laughs> RJ's good, man. RJ's good, and I think that's what has probably killed them a little bit. I don't think they were actually willing to give up RJ for anything. I think they really want to roll with him. Yeah. So, I think they're going to be improved though. They have a real point guard. Um he's looked good. They have a back the backup Hartenstein. center. Um, Isaiah Hartenstein is a big upgrade over Taj Gibson. So, oh yeah, I forgot they got him. He's been he's looked really good preseason. Yeah, that was the one of the Clippers. It's like the Clippers had to let him go. I was like, oh man, I don't know if the Clippers should have done that. Yep, that's gonna be a uh, solid pickup. I mean, the Knicks just have <laughs> they they don't have a starting lineup that's gonna blow you away. They just have lots of like decent players all throughout. Yeah, which is not a key to <laughs> have massive success. Um, but they're 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 plenty watchable, so um, they should be improved. I don't know if they're going to be a playoff team because they proved last year that um, they they love to disappoint like always. So, um, but I think they're going to look a lot better. They'll be plenty watchable. They'll probably. Fight for a playing spot, and you know if they come out and Jalen Brunson is just a god, then they'll be you know <laughs> a seven seed. Yeah, and the uh, the Thunder are going to be the same team as last year because Chet Holmgren's out for the season. So another Chet. tank, this but this time they can tank for uh, Wembenyama or Scoot Henderson instead of uh, tanking for Chet. So it worked the first time. They got the guy they wanted. So try it again. And hopefully he won't get hurt uh, playing a pro-am against LeBron. You just got to um, you just gotta be like the Sixers when they were drafting. And every time they drafted somebody, they were just hurt. And so they yep. just kind so of – they just get to tank again. It yep. was just a very natural tanking progression, which – Yep, and it um, worked out extremely well for it... the Sixers. <laughs> Listen, it's not – the process is not over. They're still working on it, <laughs> though it it might be coming to a close here because the the Sixers collapses at the end of the season just keep getting worse and worse. It seems. Yeah, I think they've got like two more scapegoats in their back pocket before Joel Embiid uh, gets upset. I think you can fire Doc Rivers, and then you can get rid of James Harden for someone else for some I mean, other they... superstar. Should have already fired Doc Rivers. Right, that's that's long overdue. You should have never hired Doc Rivers. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're running out of time there. Yeah, I mean, you but. got these these teams on the rise here. We got for the uh, the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah, on the come up. 
that's how it goes. I mean, one season to the next, you are solidly a playoff team in the playoffs every year, and then all of a sudden, one uh, one player leaves, a little culture shakeup, one team gets a good rookie, and then uh, your window's closed for about six or seven years. So that's right. That's how it goes. Yep. In my case, uh, the the team's window's been closed for my entire life. So. <laughs> Just waiting for that window to open. And that's our NBA preview. <laughs> Solid preview. Yeah. So, yeah, we got a little bit of everything on this episode. Yeah. Including uh, the Chad Ron State and Utah Tech uh, breakdown. Rocky Mountain Athletic Conference. RMAC. RMAC. <laughs> playing the Tarmac Conference. The Tarmac. <laughs> the Tarmac. <laughs> Air Force. Lane, Lane, that's Lane Kiffin would get fired real quick from the tarmac conference. <laughs> it's just uh it's just Ole Miss and Air Force. Nobody else. <laughs> uh, you see Air Force wore those uh Space Force uniforms? I heard they were doing it. I think it's they're seat. pretty cool looking because technically um Space Force is not its own branch yet, it's part of the Air Force, I have yeah. learned. So they get to represent them on the football field. That's cool. Though it's going to be pretty cool we get the Space Force Academy someday. <laughs> uh, what an invention. Great uniform. Oh, I see the, I see the uniform. Potential. Yeah, yeah. They, were, they were pretty solid. I'll give them that. It is funny to see they had like the, I think it was the Roman numeral 2019 on like the little plate on their helmet, like on the mm. forehead. Yeah. And it was just funny to see like, Normally, you see a date like that, and it's like 1878. That's what right. it's or something. <laughs> and it's 2019 when the Space Force was formed. That's funny. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for this one. Man, almost an hour and a half. Almost. And we got we did the Shepherd stuff on the front end pretty much. So, probably yep. had a few people tune out. Yeah. If you're still listening, tweet at us at um, Disputed Highly. Tweet us your favorite color, nothing else, just the color. It can be whatever color you want. We won't judge. Yeah, but don't say my favorite color is. Just tweet us like blue. Yep. Green. Just tweet, like, yeah. And so we can we can see you're a true fan if you do that. We should do this every week at the end to see who listens. We should, yeah. Um, we'll come up with something every week, yeah. Yeah, I don't know who's gonna. I don't know who's gonna do that. And it, these could come in tonight. They could come in next week. We don't know. So. Tweet your favorite color. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> Thanks for calling. <laughs> First time, long time. 